Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chick Foley Show. I am your host, Phil Gentile, the here live in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. And I have a couple guests with me tonight, Marco Denton and our guest co-host, Michael Lanham. What's going on, boys? How are you tonight? I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm not too bad, man. About three beers in, just finished up AEW, feeling good. Nice. Mike, nice. How, Mike, what's what's up with you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good, fellas. It's good to hear from you. Uh, three, three beers in, is that what it takes to make it through an AEW show these days? Yeah, I could have used a couple more, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Mike, you should follow him if you don't already on Twitter. It's at Mike Lanham, L-A-N. H-A-M. Uh, he's been on a couple episodes with us. He recapped, I think, the first AEW pay-per-view. You were there in person in Chicago, and then um, you uh, were on with me on a Patreon episode where we went through the entire lineup of all the retros, uh, picked our favorites, talked about uh, you know the future of the line and all that stuff. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, go back and listen to that. Um, Marco, uh, we have a pretty packed show here, dude. Before we get into anything, I want to... Uh, Give some shout-outs to um, our new Patreons. We have like 11 new Patreon subscribers. I'm going to run them down for you here right now. Kyle House, Christian Toonstra, Dave L., Jeremiah Smith-Roos, Meet the 90s Guy, I guess that's his name, Uh, Jason Drakes, Shane Tanizer, Britton Hester. So those are our new Patreon subscribers. Uh, They are in our, uh, our Facebook group. Uh, it's all kind of happened when uh, these new Royal Rumble elites started hitting stores. People are freaking out, aren't gonna be able to get them. Uh, and you know, I I kind of brag about you guys all the time that we have this awesome Facebook group of uh, it's almost 80, 90 people now strong out there hunting and looking for figures. And uh, for a dollar a month, you can sign up. It's Patreon.com/slash/ChickFoleyShow. Uh, up from there, it goes to $5 for some bonus content like bonus episodes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it starts at, Like I said, starts at a dollar a month. You get access to our Facebook group and you get our show notes emailed to you every single week and entry into all of our giveaways that we do. Uh, so it's a pretty good deal and uh, it's a cool uh, community we've uh, built on there on Facebook, Mike. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about it. You, you're pretty active on there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of become just a... Uh, a daily uh just kind of a chat group everybody just kind of posting what figs they they've picked up or or they've seen in the wild uh and i mean i just i don't collect a lot of uh, elite figures myself so when i'm out in a walmart or target or wherever and i see figures uh i can post on there that i of what i'm seeing within minutes uh people on that group are hey man can you pick this up can you pick that up what's it cost to ship what's it what's it going to cost me uh, and on that group, everything's retail plus shipping. So, uh, we're definitely taking care of everybody. Uh, so for, like Phil said, for a dollar a month, pick up those figures that maybe your Walmart or target may not see ever may not see for months. Uh, and hopefully you're, you're getting some, some pretty good, uh, uh, figs in and you're, you're building relationships with some people you may not otherwise ever know. 
yeah, we do some non wrestling talk on there too. It gets you know pretty yeah. I mean, I check it. I feel like every every single hour there's something new somebody's posted on there, whether it's you know about Raw or SmackDown or some figures that they found in the wild. So yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, check us out. We have the uh, the link on our Twitter account if you want. It's at Chick Foley Show. Sheena is not here, as you can probably tell by our three baritones. She is still uh, tending to her two children. Uh, I believe she's going to make some sort of uh, reappearance at the Royal Rumble next week uh but she'll probably be like number 27 get thrown out real quick and then head, head, <laughs> yeah. head back to catering but uh we miss you sheena uh show's not the same without you so get back soon michael uh fill your shoes uh the best the best he can but um <laughs> no come on that's 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 hey, tough you know your stuff man you know you're not as, you're not as not as pretty as her but uh you know you're wrestling so uh, if you guys have any questions hit us up at ask at gmail.com or shoot us a dm and uh, I want to plug the uh, the Chick Foley Lounge. You have that here on the script. I've been having fun doing that. That's part of our Patreon as well. Uh, interviewed uh, Chris Van Fleet, who's a part of AEW, a well known YouTube uh, interview of wrestling stars. And then uh, last week, uh, Cheap Heat's Stack Guy Greg, who had some nice things to say about our own Marco Denton. And uh, I got a couple more lined up in the can. It's just kind of me one-on-one with some people uh, in the wrestling podcast industry, just kind of talking about how they got into wrestling. Uh, it's a good you know, 30, 40-minute listen, and uh, it's been pretty fun to do. So I, I enjoy interviewing people like that. So uh, definitely another perk to being a Patreon subscriber. And all those episodes will get eventually put onto our normal podcast feed. So you guys will get them if you're a, a normal listener. Uh, the Patreon subscribers just get them a little bit, a little bit early. So um, let's go inside the squared circle, guys. Uh, this part is sponsored in part by Chalkline. You can use code Chick for fifteen percent off of your order there on that website. Um, don't know too much of what happened on SmackDown. Let's breeze through that so we can get into some of the big things that happened on Raw. Anything of note, Marco, from SmackDown on uh, th- Friday night? Yeah. So uh, the main thing was we had uh, two big returns uh, to the ring. You had. Uh, Sheamus made his uh, in-ring debut, uh, basically just bro-kicking Shorty G and folding him in half, pretty much killing him uh, in the middle <laughs> of the ring. So that that was how, it was after he had a match with uh, um, Dash Wilder of the Revival. So it was a one-on-one affair. He won the match. Uh, Sheamus came out. It looked like they were like basically beating the crap out of Shorty G. Sheamus comes out, looks like he's going to make the save, and just hauls off and kicks the head off of uh, – of Shorty G, so I uh, haven't heard anything from him since. They haven't <laughs> said any news or if he's still around, but uh, we're, we're praying for you. Thoughts and prayers, <laughs> Shorty G. Um, <laughs> um, the other big return was uh, another another beating was happening, so uh, Ziggler and Corbin were up to their old tricks again, um, bringing out that dog food in the uh, in the handcuffs for, uh, for old Roman Reigns there, and um, he was saved by the... Uh, fellow bloodline members the usos made their return um at the end of smackdown that was that was pretty cool uh so it looks like they're gonna start that uh faction up so it looks like they're just uh having roman reigns and seth rollins team up with twins twin brothers so that's that's pretty exciting um but other than that nothing nothing too crazy the female appearance attacked daniel bryan at the end too as well so um their feud is hot and heavy um but that's gonna bubble over at uh, Royal Rumble. So that was pretty much it for SmackDown. Uh, it's two hours, so it's short and sweet. Yeah, Nothing yeah. 
Yeah, which I love. You touched on it. I like the idea, and Mike, I want your thoughts on this, of pairing Roman Reigns with the Usos to kind of like, you know, the Usos have gone for the tag team titles, you know, millions of times. We don't don't really need to see that again. I like the idea of partnering them with with Roman and having them kind of in a a feud with some of these bigger name main eventers, and uh, I think it'd be a good twist, and I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer to put them with Roman, right? Yeah, I think I think at this point, like we've seen, uh, I guess with the brand split, you see so many repeat matches, or, or it just seems like you're seeing the same stuff over and over. So while it sucks to see somebody like the Usos off TV for for months at a time, uh, when they come back, they get that that huge pop from the crowd, and it just kind of gives something new for them to do, at least over the next few weeks, maybe as you build towards uh, towards the Rumble and uh, the pay per view after that. So. Uh, Usos sporting a new matching haircuts. Yeah, I like that. So uh, yeah. that that was different. I wonder if one of them has to, like. What if only one of them wants to get a haircut? <laughs> like, what if one of them wants to keep their hair long? They just have to do whatever the other one does. That's weird. Um, I uh, I like what what you said there because it it is that, that is the fun part of wrestling. That's that's why I love the Royal Rumble. I love like it's going to sound stupid, but that like two second window from when the buzzer goes off until you hear someone's music play. It's like if I could live in that two second window of of my life would be like the best the best moment in like professional wrestling because you don't know who's coming out and you know it, it could be somebody returning could it be a new wrestler or who knows but like I'm all for like people being scheduled for two month breaks and you know the Usos getting to go to you know on vacation for a couple months getting a couple of DUIs or something. And, uh, you know, coming back and, you know, being kind of fresh and, you know, let Charlotte go away for a little bit, bring her back for WrestleMania season. And, you know, you have such a big roster, it would make sense to keep people fresh, keep them off TV so we're not seeing the same matches, you know, day in and day out. So, yeah, I, I like that a lot. And it's, you know, we also saw John Morrison. You didn't you didn't jump on that. That was like a, a three-second return. And um, people weren't too happy with him just kind of being backstage for like five seconds and that being his uh, – his debut, but I guess that's what we're getting, and I, I don't know if he's going to partner with the Miz or or what. But uh, I've, I'm probably the biggest uh, John Morrison mark, so I was happy to see him come back. Yeah, kind of. It kind of had like no reaction. I don't know if it's just the the way they they had it on the crowd, maybe, um, and yeah. and sort of a, a Miz heel turn uh, without really going too deep into it. I guess by by pairing him up with uh, with Kofi this week. Um, I know he's one of the those easy wrestlers that you can turn from face to hill in an instant, but um, it didn't seem like they really did a lot with it, and maybe they're going to build on that. Mm. Speaking of a face heel turn, uh, let's move over to SmackDown because uh, I'm really interested to see what they're doing with Drew McIntyre here. They basically have the you know he's coming out. I feel like he's a face. Uh, he's doing like a like a count a countdown chant for when he does the Claymore. He's, he's talking a little bit more on the mic and uh, kind of getting the crowd behind him. But they're not even putting him against, like, any heel jobbers. Last week he fought, he fought the Major Brothers. This week he fought, I think, No Way Jose. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if they even have – I couldn't even think off the top of my head of how many heel jobbers they have. I mean, the Ascension are gone. Um, mm. You know, the Colognes maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they, for such a deep roster, there's really nobody you can just feed to people like that. Um but I mean, he's clearly a face, and I'm excited to see where they're going to go with this because 
I feel like he's going to be like 60 years old and, and we're going to talk about how he's going to be like the next big thing. I mean, he, he, he was in like, we do these retro wrestling recommendations of the weekend. Like you go back to pay-per-views from 2009 and he's like on the cusp of being a, you know, a world champion and, you know, 10 years, 11 years later, we're, we're talking about the same thing. But I mean, he, ha- he has a look. I still think he's fun to watch. And uh, I'm excited to see what he can do, maybe possibly matched up against Brock Lesnar or something as a, a heel versus face contender, you know? What do you think, Marco? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think he's kind of, like, on the, like, fence of being a face or a heel because, like, just the way he's, like, he talk, he was speaking in the ring as well. So, like, we need the Claymore kick, and he's just like, oh, I didn't even drop the microphone. Like, yeah. just, like, throwing, like, little things out like that. And, like, and, like the week before, he was like, oh, I'm the sexiest man on this roster and all like it's i don't know he's just like it's it's that's something that faces don't really do so i'm not sure what it is or he's just maybe like an anti-face or anti-heel right now and he's just trying to like find his like his character i think maybe each week he comes out and probably those things out there and see what sticks essentially but um yeah i, I think he's gonna be like one of the like remain like the last like probably like four or five guys in the rumble that's 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 yeah, why i think they're I like gonna that. put him right now and um I think he'll have, like, the face-off with, like, Brock Lesnar and everything because um, my prediction is Brock Lesnar's going to win. Oh, uh, <laughs> Rumble for some weird reason. I don't know why they would I, – I feel like he wouldn't make that deal if he wasn't going to win. So, and Yeah, let's let's get to that because that's that was the biggest news of, of the week probably. Brock Lesnar starts off raw and, and comes out and announces – or Paul Heyman announces that he's going to be the number one entrant into the Rumble – as the champ, so they weren't really clear whether this is the the, the Royal Rumble is going to be for number one contender or what they're doing. They could have easily added a single line, Mike, and been like, "You know, we're tired of like you know fighting fighting at WrestleMania, so Brock is going to enter the Royal Rumble. He's going to kick everybody's ass, so he doesn't have to even defend the title at WrestleMania." That would make sense. Yeah. Or or said like, "Hey, I wanted to I want to face Bray Wyatt, or I want both titles." You know, so I can go on both brands and kick everybody's ass. But they didn't—they really kind of left it up in the air. Um, yep. But I mean, I like the idea of Brock being in the Rumble number one. I mean, he hasn't been in a match more than three, four minutes in a couple years. So I mean, if he's going to be in there, you know, he's going to throw out the first six or seven guys. But I'm interested to see. Marco thinks he's going to win. How do you think? How would you fantasy book this, Mike, going forward with Brock being number one? Uh, man, I kind of. It kind of depends on who's all in the rumble um, with them doing the, the three brands now. I know, I guess you guys haven't really covered this yet. If we have three brands and we only have 30 people, are we, are we only taking 10 people from raw 10 from SmackDown and 10 from NXT? Cause that, that limits who you're going to have in the rumble. It pretty much eliminates you having any kind of uh, throw, throwaway type people in the rumble. Um, it might even limit you having any kind of surprise appearances. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have those moments where Brock squares off with Roman or Brock squares off with like a Keith Lee? Like, sick. if if he's not if he doesn't win the Rumble, you you have to have somebody uh, that's going to go up against him. Is it is it somebody like a Samoa Joe, and you build towards a a Joe Brock match at, at Mania? I just, um, yeah. I, from what I read, I, I mean, I, like I try to stay away from dirt sheets, but like there are rumors swirling that they may up the body count in the Royal Rumble this year um, to sixty men instead oh of thirty. My God. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, that's what I was reading. I mean, that's a. I mean, they do with the greatest Royal Rumble. What is it like fifty? 
guys or something like it, that. I think it was 50 or 60, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I mean, they could easily do that. I mean, they've done it over there so they could do it here. But, like, you're right, you're right with the three brands now. Um, you have a way deeper roster. But, obviously, they're going to pick, like, the pick and choose who they're going to, like, put in the Royal Rumble. Like, they're going to put, like, the big names in it. The other thing is, now, like, they haven't even mentioned this, but, like, since NXT is a part of, like, like the brand, is it is that championship open to get chosen yeah. as a championship? Yeah, they, should, they like, should definitely, like, clarify that because I would love yeah. to see. Like, Does when, Adam Cole face yeah. Brock Lesnar? If Brock Lesnar's like, I want to face Adam Cole oh, for his yeah. title if he does win. Or if Roman Reigns wins, hey, I'm facing Adam Cole. I want that NXT title. Like, like how, how does that, like, how does that work? That's the, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I would use this. I mean, I, I don't think you can have Brock win. I think it just it's a perfect opportunity to put some put someone over big. Like, I think it's going to be number 30. I think you're going to see Ciampa or Keith Lee come out and, and throw out Brock and then, ch- then, then challenge Adam Cole because obviously they're going all in yeah. on, all in on, AD, on uh, NXT. Yeah. Uh, so you know, so have one NXT match on WrestleMania, make it the make it the world title match, whatever you, whatever you call it, NXT title match, and um, build someone else. You know, have have him get thrown out by somebody that you want to push he- heavily, because it wouldn't make any sense for him to be number one and not be there at the end, right? I mean, what's what was the what's the point? Uh, but you know, as yeah. the, as the champ, hopefully they clarify next week whether you know is the Royal Rumble not for the uh, title shot anymore or not for his title? It's just. You know, WWE is is bad at like giving us details on stuff. They think it doesn't matter, but you know, nerds yeah. like nerds like us actually give a shit. You know, the kids, yeah, no. the, kids <laughs> the wrestling is uh, the kids out there don't really care. It's going to be fun to to see him in the Royal Rumble. But yeah, very interesting to see what happens there. I mean, Brock, you know, in the Royal Rumble is going to be fun. I'm sure he's going to just destroy. I mean, I don't know who you put number two, but it's that's probably going to be like the. The, the the worst draw in, in the in Royal Rumble history that'll probably be like Epo, Epico or Primo or something. <laughs> he just gets thrown out in three seconds. But yeah, you're right, Mike. I think with if you keep it thirty people, you could have like the best Royal Rumble ever because you could just have with three brands, it would be stacked. I mean, thirty people was like no nothing. You know, you, you don't have to put any tag team guys in there. Just put in like you know all main eventers, and it'd be it'd be an awesome match. Um, but I'm sure they'll screw it up at some point. Um, right. We saw we saw Big Show return in the main event uh, to team with uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Samoa Joe, which was interesting. I don't know how long he's going to stick around, but I'm sure he'll be in the Royal Rumble uh, and he'll put somebody over big. Um, any thoughts on Big Show returning with with the beard and uh, you know still looks pretty good. I mean he's been around for a long time, but uh, I, I'm always I think we have like a limited time with some of these older guys, so I mean I'm always interested to see them. You know come back out for one more run right it's uh i I think when you anytime you have a mystery partner like that um it's hard to think you're ever going to get the a real reaction out of anybody like yes the crowd cheered it's the big show he hasn't been on raw i think they said in i want to say they said like two years or something it seems like a long long time but yeah right right so uh i don't know if there's anybody you really could have brought out that that crowd would have just gone bananas for uh that wouldn't have overshadowed the fact that you're pushing kevin owens and samoa joe towards some kind of match with seth at some point yeah um so so yeah i mean it's a good way to bring a guy like that back uh i just don't know how many matches you're really going to get out of him if you're really going to push him or if he's just going to be 
that veteran that when somebody gets a win over a guy like the Big Show, it's considered a, a huge win on your resume because you're beating a former champion, a future Hall of Famer, and just someone of sheer size. So uh, maybe maybe that's part of it. He's just coming back to kind of put over some of the some of the younger guys that they're they're trying to build. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm trying to think of a big guy that they would try to put over. I mean, he's already kind of built up. Last time he was around, he built he helped build up, you know, Strowman a little bit. I mean, is there another big guy that he could kind of put up, put over? I mean, mm, it'd be mainly like the AOP. Yeah, he'd Keith, probably just like Lee or something. Keith Lee, yeah, but I mean, I don't see him sticking around that long to like no, get yeah. to a program with yeah. any anybody. Um, but yeah, I think it would be probably AOP. They like they would beat up on him, and he'd beat up on them. And if they get a pin on him or something like that, or one of them gets a pin, it puts them over as a team. Like they dominate like the world's lar- largest athlete. I'm so. sure. Yeah, I'm sure at some point, if uh, if you're not really turning McIntyre face, which I, I personally hope that's not a thing. I see that being a guy that they would let McIntyre beat. That's a big mm. win. That's uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if. Bobby Lashley doesn't eventually beat Big Show. That would look like a big win for him. So, I mean, there there are some guys. I guess it just kind of depends on <laughs> what direction they really want to go with, uh, as he probably winds his his career down. I got it figured out. Here it is, Uh-oh. Stone Cold Lock. <laughs> oh no, Walter throws Big Show out of the Royal Rumble. Uh, or. I'll, I'll take a Walter Brock face off at, at Rumble. Oh, okay. Also, that's, like, oh, that's gonna nice. happen. That'll probably happen. Hey, I mean, she- hey Sheenatron five thousand. What do you think? Me personally, I just feel like it's it's stupid. Okay, Sheena thinks it's stupid that I said that. Okay, <laughs> so much. I mean that that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, she's we'll correct. See. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We saw Andrade retain in a weird match against Rey Mysterio, and the Viking Raiders retain. Uh, nothing of note really there. Um, let's move on to U- NXT UK Blackpool uh, coming up. Is that this weekend already? That's yeah, it's twelfth. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, the it's a, it's in the afternoon. So um, if you have anything to do in the afternoon, it's uh should stop it and watch the uh, NXT Takeover. Uh, my on girls Saturday, on there. On Saturday? Oh, I mean, uh, what? Su- Sunday. No, okay. Sunday afternoon. Sunday Saturday, afternoon. I'm going to watch the future Super Bowl champions beat the Titans, but on Sunday, <laughs> I'm free. I'm free on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> That's probably going to happen. It's it's inevitable. But uh, um, I've never watched a, a single uh, ma- uh, show of NXT UK, so we can run through this car. I mean, I know a lot of these names. Um, yeah. There's, there's there's some pretty good matches on here, though, just from going through it here. Tyler Bate. Versus Jordan Del- Devlin, which is, uh, yeah. you know, those two guys match up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Trent Seven versus Eddie Dennis. Uh, the women's, UK women's title match, Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm versus Piper Nevin. Uh, uh, big fan of Piper Nevin for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. Gallus versus Imperium versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. All those guys in that match look exactly the same. I don't know which one's which. It's just a <laughs> bunch of bearded fucking uh, European dudes. And then Walter Walter versus Joe Coffey. Tell me about Joe Coffey. I remember him uh, when NXT UK first came around. Uh, he's not a big dude. He's like six feet tall. So um, is he a, is he a legit threat to uh, to Walter, or is this just going to be a squash? 
Uh, who do you want, Mike? Do you want to take it, Mike? I, I was I was going to let you take that one. I, I've only seen <laughs> Joe. May, I think I've only seen Joe Coffey in in maybe two matches. So I don't I don't know a ton about him. Yeah, when he when they uh f- he first came in, he was his brother is Mark Coffey, who's one half of uh on he's in Gallus, uh the stable Gallus. I'm not he was on tonight in that uh undisputed era match. Um, they're both really big with like the British strong style of wrestling. Um, so yeah, I mean as as far as like skill set, yeah, he's I mean he's not like a I mean, who's a threat to Walter, yeah, really, I mean, except for like Tyler Bate when they had that like amazing match, but like. He's a, he's a, he's a threat in the sense where he can he could probably take the title because he's not he doesn't have any like fear against uh, Walter like he's he doesn't fear him at all so um, yeah no he's he's it's it definitely should be a good match um, he's uh actually I forget where I just seen something else about him he was actually in the he was in the um, United Kingdom tournament as yeah well, that's what I remember that seeing had. him at first yeah right. I'm gonna yeah. make a New Year's resolution that I'm gonna start watching more. NXT UK because uh, I, it just it just seems like the the free time that I have and uh, just watching random office episodes over and over again every night is uh, taking yeah. taking a serious <laughs> toll on me. I mean that's literally all I've watched three hours a night of that. Once my wife falls asleep and then I just fall asleep on the couch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to, to watching more NXT UK because I mean. I've heard nothing but good things, and I need to really up myself on this. But I mean, this would be a cool thing to watch on Sunday. That's the best thing about the network, man. Is like, you know, before there was no such thing as NXT UK. There was no such thing as NXT, and now we have a random pay per view on a Sunday um, in January, yeah. which is you know, there's, there's nothing to complain about about that. I mean, more wrestling on on random days yeah. like that is, is pretty cool. So uh, yeah, I, I will definitely be checking that out. And he I actually, mean, um, no, sorry, yeah, he actually faced P. Dunn too in the oh. first um, NXT Takeover Blackpool. If you right. guys remember that match, he he did he fa- he did he faced him, and then uh, Walter actually attacked him um, after the match. Uh, so that's okay. that was like it's been bubbling since like the last Takeover that that they well, the very first Takeover that they had in Blackpool. So it's been that a long-standing when, uh, feud. Was that was that when Walter made his debut? Yes. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Okay. So, uh, I mean, do we really, I mean, you wouldn't think you're going to take the title off Walter. I mean, I know they don't talk about uh, NXT UK nearly as much, but they've already started to do a lot of uh, cross stuff between NXT and NXT UK, and that kind of continues. And uh, it even kind of bubbled into tonight's NXT show. Uh, Phil, you you didn't catch NXT yet, right? No, not tonight. Yeah, I was. I was just specifically on AEW. Didn't want to okay. like, really flip. Yeah. Back and so, forth. so, so mine and Marco's girl, uh, Tony Storm, made an oh, appearance to, yeah, to pretty much that. open a to open up the show. Uh, pretty much demanding uh, the title shot against Rhea Ripley. Uh, also claiming she's going to win the belt this weekend, and then the crowd broke out into a a Tony two belts uh, yeah. chant. So I'm sure Marco felt uh, just as happy as I did for. For that so uh, I think that match is going to be really good this weekend uh, I don't know if you'll take the belt off uh, Kaylee Ray that quickly but uh, I think they they build a better storyline with uh, doing a crossover with with Tony uh, because she's already beat Rhea multiple times yeah. uh, and and she looks like the unstoppable force in NXT so if you have a, a challenger who actually can say hey I beat you uh, for one two three multiple times and for the NXT UK women's title multiple times, that's I feel like that's kind of a big deal for them to uh, to build with her and Rhea. 
Yeah, exactly. And can we add that she looked rather fantastic today as well? Don't well, don't yeah. forget that. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple. Of, I saw a couple of screenshots on Twitter. Uh, looked pretty good. Uh, there's some, yeah. I don't know what it is about Piper Niven. I'm 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 interested in her. I feel like uh, she would like uh, be fun to hang out with, and then we would like go to like uh, a diner at like four in the morning. She could probably like just hang out and eat like me because i'm a i'm a fat ass and um then she'd probably kick my ass then she'd probably kick my yeah, ass she, yeah, yeah, yeah she's so, tough yeah she she can go so yeah she can go um what do you want to talk about next you want to talk about uh, wrestle kingdom or uh tonight's aew nxt lineup uh wrestle kingdom might be i mean it's pretty fast okay. uh yeah so it's basically jericho retained so um, Tanahashi is not getting his aid. They did open the door to like, so he did like, they do like, a, if you already watch any New Japan uh, pay per views, they, they're really sports oriented. So they do like a lot of pre pre press conferences and they do the after co- press conference with all the like the wrestlers and the participants and stuff like that. And um, they asked Jericho a question about like AEW and New Japan. And he, he, like, in, not in kayfabe, he was basically just like, um, everyone needs to put their egos aside and like there's money to be made if we join forces and we, and we let, you know, talent basically like do what they need to do to like make both companies, um, prevalent in this, in, in, in the wrestling business, stuff like that. So, um, that was pretty much the message there was like John Moxley retain, uh, actually took the title. So he actually has the United, their United States title now. So now he actually, they both, they both actually, he has a new Japan title. So, um, so that's kind of like a connection there. So, so then trying to do that, like they they open the door a little bit. Um, it looks like they they want to do it, but I guess there's some like behind the scenes okay. people that you know maybe like the Tony Khans and the and whoever owns New Japan is they're not like really you know clicking as well as as they should. But um, let's let's take a step back real there. quick because Mike yeah. Mike is our official re- uh, New Japan correspondent like just like you're our aw correspondent uh t- tell the i mean t- i i've never watched wrestle kingdom live I always, i've watched like um some of the the kenny omega matches like uh, on like you know youtube or tape delay or like the next morning but uh what tell me tell me the scope of wrestle kingdom as a whole and uh, where like you did you watch it live mike and like how did you watch it and, uh, you know should you know where people can find it now and all that stuff right so uh i mean it plays for me um, about two in the morning and I had to work all weekend. So I did not watch it live. Okay. Uh, okay. I watched it after work on Saturday, after work on Sunday. Um, so this, they did two days this year where in the past, it's normally the one day. And then some, some events kind of, kind of built around the weekend, kind of the same way WWE will do a show with, uh, with like NXT yeah. uh, and you'll have like your SmackDown on Friday or whatever. So, so they had a night one and a night two. And then the third, third day was, uh, called uh, Dash. It was kind of a tribute to uh, the Jushin Thunder Liger retirement. They they still had a few other matches kind of thrown in. But New Japan's one of those companies that uh, like to put as many people on the card as possible. So even yeah. if you're having your, your title matches and, and uh, I guess, semi-storylines that they're building, they'll also have three or four eight-man tags just so they don't have to leave anybody off the card. Because these people are paying money or flying all the way to Tokyo to see a certain star, and maybe they're not in a main event caliber match, but they're but they're still making it uh, into the into the card. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of 
the way they they build their stories and stuff and and like marco was talking about the uh jericho won the AEW crossover it's like why wouldn't you i mean you're you're obviously getting a whole nother set of eyes on on your product um but there was there was some controversy over the last couple weeks about uh uh people in the states being able to watch new japan because used to you could watch it on tv uh pretty much for free like hours after it it aired yeah. and they decided not to do that this year and kind of the story coming out from like uh the observer i believe was that they uh kind of have this deal with with impact and they were trying to get new japan and impact to kind of work out a deal and aw was like uh we're good hard pass uh we're good on our own so pretty much to see it in the states you kind of have to to pay for the pay-per-view or, or sign up for new Japan's uh, service. So probably a lot less people saw it, but obviously a lot of people find ways through YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that, uh, or shared friends accounts or whatever, or you wait a few days yeah. and, and usually it's airing somewhere else. So yeah, just to add to that, they had uh, so act access TV is the, is the, uh, is the station where uh, they had to do a new Japan and New Japan was airing there, like you said, pay-per-views and shows and things like that. Uh, but uh, Impact recently signed a deal with them as well. So I think they're going with Impact over at New Japan. I think New Japan, actually, their contract ended already. And I don't think they re-signed with uh, Access TV. Um, so now, like, Impact's, like, the like the premier, like, wrestling program for Access TV. And New Japan's, like, out in the ocean just floating somewhere. Um, I have, yeah, I have the... I actually got the new japan world that's the name of their app um we can it's literally a new it's literally like wwe network yeah. but new japan pro wrestling you can go back to like the 50s and watch like literally everything that they like Holy everything shit. wow it's it's insane like because they, they've been around a, a, for a very long time <laughs> for years and years so like you could go back and watch like hogan face and muda which that i they, the people play clips of you if you scroll through twitter sometimes like if you follow me it was like i think there's one that's called grapple grapple wrestling and they show like old clips and stuff like that um you could watch hogan actually do like chain wrestling because that's his his style of wrestling was chain wrestling until he moved to wwf and he went with a more simpler style because that's what the that's what that called for but if you watch any of hogan's new japan stuff it was literally just all insiguris and he's like doing like drop toe holds and doing all these types of like head scissor takedowns and like it's it's pretty amazing to watch so like or you can youtube it but um but yeah this, it's a large large library of stuff you can see all the finn balor stuff from when he was there aj styles shinsuke when he first started out um if you're into that stuff but yeah so i i try to dabble in there as as much as i can with the yeah. new japan world I'm a, stuff and, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask this without sounding racist is is everything in english on it or is it like can you can you find like can you navigate the app pretty well or yeah so they have uh they have like an English translator oh, okay you can click but then they also started to add English commentary to a lot of the the shows so you can watch like the uh, I think it's um Kevin Kelly is one of the commentators oh yeah yeah um, right. and uh, I forget the other two guys but they they started doing stuff they're like you'll hear stuff with Jim Ross because he was a part of that. Um, Josh Barnett, who was a uh, former MMA fighter, he was. It was him and Jim Ross who used to do all the commentary, like for a few years at uh, New Japan. So, like, if you go back, I think they're just starting to add the English commentary, but the older stuff, it's all in Japanese. So you have to listen to Japanese commentators or put it in mute, either or. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And New Japan has a um, 
like an American uh, touring show about to happen, I think at the end of January, early February. So I don't know if that's maybe part of why the AEW thing's not uh, immediately coming forward. Um, They announced some of the cards. Uh, There's a Nashville show, which is only two hours away from me. I was all about going uh, until I realized it's the night of the Rumble, and that's going to take priority. So uh, why why you would put a a show like that at the same night, you're, you're you're missing out on on your your fan base, I guess. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I know they're hitting like Atlanta and uh, Nashville and probably Chicago and I think L.A. and there's there's some other cities. So obviously, people get a chance to go see those shows. They're gonna get they're gonna see some of the big names like Okada's doing part of the tour. Uh, I think Osprey and and stuff like that will be on it too. And then some of their younger guys uh, or up and comers or maybe guys you just don't know. And then they they've signed some like. Uh, some indie type guys from around the U S who are going to be on these shows too. So yeah, I mean, Phil, if you have time, there, there's definitely a handful of matches from, uh, the first night and maybe one or two from the night two. They're, they're just excellent for just the pure wrestling aspect. Definitely. Um, I know, I know there's a lot of spot fest in some of these matches and stuff. I'm not yeah. a huge Zack Sabre junior fan. His match this weekend didn't impress me that much, but even like Osprey, uh, yeah, the match the match was full of of two counts and false finishes and stuff, but so just the good. actual the actual wrestling. With yeah, uh, sometimes if uh, you know that going in Takahashi it, this it, weekend, it it kind of like you know it hits hits a little bit less hard because yeah, I mean the, his matches are always like that, but yeah, I saw some yep. of the highlights of that match and it was pretty it was pretty insane. Those guys are well, super super athletic, and and just the way the the Japanese crowd just the like respect for the wrestlers oh, and man. stuff in the crowd. Yeah. They're they're silent when they need to be. They're cheering when they need to be. There's no yep. there's no what chance. There's not people holding up signs in the crowd. I mean, most of these people are are like businessmen in the first 20 rows that are in like full fledged suits and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, crazy what happens at these wrestling shows, uh, over there. So I think that I want to say they had 40 or 50,000 people the first night and, and like 75% of that the second night. So, I mean, they're bringing, they're bringing in really big crowds for, for single night events. So, yeah. And they, um, they actually, the, the weird thing I found out about this was there, there it's fi- It's a five hour pay-per-view both nights, right? <laughs> The main event had as much energy as the opening match, as far as the crowd like participation goes. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the crowd doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't die down. As yeah, they, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, they don't. Uh, yeah, so Abushi and Okada got the same uh, response as um, the. I think it, I think it was like the. It was like a tag match at the beginning. Uh, it was like a dark match, but like they got the literally the same. And the crowd was into like every close pinfall and all that stuff. So like you kind of admire it watching what we're watching now because <laughs> what we're watching we don't get that response from our the crowds that we see but like it was, i was kind of like man i wish i was in that crowd right now just cheering these guys on it well, would be a you. cool bucket like a wrestling bucket list thing to go to because it's probably so much history there and it's probably the, the crowd like you said the crowd is completely different the show is just like you know it's wrestling but it's so different than everything else we would see here in the states it's insane yeah and, it, and it's just some of the guys that have have came from there that how big they are in wwe and stuff now uh like a nakamura and then the time like the oc and aj styles and people like that that were there and then you've got guys like like kenta who came to nxt and uh as as a tommy and when he moved to the main roster it just never worked out a lot of uh injuries plagued him and stuff like that 
he goes back to New Japan and he's become a star again. He's yep. the biggest. He's probably the biggest heel they have there. Yeah. He's in. He's in their version of the Bullet Club, and he's going to fight for their two world titles in like a month. So, just just how easily someone's career can turn around there. Um, and I like what they've done with Jericho and Moxley, and uh, I think with people like uh, uh, Luke Harper, everybody's like, oh, if he goes to AW, he could be the champion and stuff. I think he's perfect for a place like New Japan. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, his, his style. He has that look of, of Brody, and he, yep. that was such a big thing over in Japan. And it, as much as uh, as Archer, ever since he went over there, because he didn't really uh, succeed as much in the States, he's become a star. So yep. I, I'm hoping we see more of that, and I'm hoping the Japan thing just kind of becomes not, not quite mainstream, but that more people get to see that, not just the, uh, the diehard fans or the people that are anti- WWE, maybe even anti AEW, uh, that will kind of bridge themselves out and kind of catch a little bit of everything. But yeah. we get we have enough wrestling as it is, so it's it's hard to to watch it all. Um, but yeah, there, there's definitely matches on that card that if you have some time uh, in between watching uh, Lamar run up the score on the Titans this weekend, uh, Phil, you should definitely uh, catch <laughs> some catch some of these matches when you have a chance oh don't jinx it man do not jinx <laughs> it um all right cool yeah and, and, and juice and liger retires and the dude has been you know a staple for professional wrestling for you know i don't know how many years i remember him from wcw we have some more stuff on him later in the show but uh i mean wrestling retirements are always you know, hit or miss i don't know but i mean i, I feel like he's going to be a guy who probably this is probably one and done and yeah. um We'll see though. Um, let's well, he, uh, just just real quick. He, yeah, yeah. he uh, just probably the the respect for I guess the Japanese. So uh, he went out on his back. He lost. They didn't put him in a high caliber match to go beat some big star, make a big deal out of it. Yeah. He was in a normal match with with a lot of like former uh, and past stars. A lot of his friends. Uh, they had a big ceremony for him. They did a ten bell salute. You could hear a pin drop when they did it. The crowd was completely silent for it. All the wrestlers came out. They all shook hands, took pictures, handed him flowers. It was like this this beautiful ceremony they did. Yeah. But you put him in a match. He was willing to lose. It wasn't like, oh, I have to win. It's my last match. So, And there, there are rumors. I don't know if you guys have heard them or seen them uh, about him possibly going in the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Oh, I don't know awesome. how true that is and stuff that like that. Sick. He's fought for every company from NXT to WWE to WCW. He's been everywhere. So it's not out of the realm that they couldn't put him in. Um, I guess it's possible. We'll see what happens over the next few months. Uh, it would be cool kind of with the run we're having right now to go ahead and do it now and not wait a few years and it be too late or, or not have any relevance. So. We'll get into it in our Go Figure segment, but the uh, the the figures that Storm Collectibles are coming out with uh, of his are just freaking amazing. I would love to see those things close up. Uh, they are pretty badass looking. So you can get those at red at WrestlingFigures dot com at Ringside Collectibles. Uh, let's touch on Impact real quick because it's another thing I haven't watched in a long time. But it, I'm hearing commercials now. They're really pumping this up. There's a title match on Sunday. Sammy Callahan, uh, a former WWE NXT superstar who didn't quite pan out, but you know he's found success elsewhere, uh, defending his title against a female, Tessa Blanchard, uh, the daughter of former uh, Four Horsemen member. 
what what i mean this is like it's crazy like i was listening i was like it's crazy to think this hasn't had like wrestling has never thought of doing this like they've never thought of giving a woman a shot at the main title like ever nope. like, even china never got a shot at the, the men's title or anything like you know wrestling they've done everything in wrestling like they've never done this like it's pretty no. I mean, it's cool that it's happening now but um I mean, I've 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 seen Tessa Blanchard here and there, uh, in, in some brief appearances. She's she's damn good. I would love to see her win. It, are you the guys big Impact uh, watchers? Um, I I try to I dabble in it from here and there. Um, I love Sammy Callahan's awesome. He's like probably one of my favorite wrestlers outside of the WWE. Um, just because he's the he's a type of guy that's like he does it his own way. Like whatever whatever company he goes with, he's not gonna take their gimmick that's why he pretty much left wwe like they put a gimmick on him and he's like yeah it's not me I'm, i want to do my own thing and he's been successful um outside he's had matches with john moxley um in the indies and stuff like that too um but yeah no he's he's really awesome he's he's if you watch any of their like interactions in the ring where they're like fighting each other and stuff like that you can tell like it's 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 legit like they like if they have like a to hype up the match they kind of like a almost like a brawl that started from like the studio all the way outside into the streets. And they're like, they're fighting on the sidewalk or uh, him and Tessa Blanchard. Um, it was, it was pretty cool, but um, they actually had a match before she faced him for the title and she lost. Um, he ended up retaining his title. Um, but this time it seems like they're like really pushing it for like, she might win the title. It might be the first time you ever see a, a woman hold a main like roster title, other than a, a woman's head, which is pretty huge. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people thought, uh, I, I had a, uh, one of my friends thought that like Charlotte was going to be that, like that female to like win the WWE title at some point, which I, I wouldn't see. I mean, I could, if this happens, I could see that probably happening now. Like partner, but they'd have to obviously put her with someone that's like, you know, that can do that type of match. Um, you're not going to throw her in there with just like, you're not going to put her with, Braun Strowman or Brock Lesnar, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Mark, wouldn't be fair. There's, there's um, still, there's still time, Marco, for uh, Nia Jax to show up at the Rumble. And, that is uh, true. That is very and they, true. She, and challenge for for whichever title she pleases. I mean that that's that's actually one of the, that's one of my predictions. My other one would be, I think, is John Cena might make an appearance at the Rumble. But that's that's oh. my other. I know people don't like to hear that, but. Man, he we'll, might make an appearance. I like that. We'll, but, um, we'll get into some Royal Rumble <laughs> predictions next week because I got to get some good ones too. But yeah, I mean, why not? If you're Impact, like you're trying to make a name for yourself, you guys have been hanging around. I mean, the crazy thing to me is that Impact has been around longer than WCW. So they, I mean, they've yep. they're doing something right. I mean, they have some kind of funding. They have some kind of fan base. But like, you know, shit. Give. And she's 24 years old or whatever. She's the daughter of a, a big name star. You know, Tully Blanchard, big being you know, a big name Four Horsemen member. Uh, she has the lineage, and uh, you know it's it's. I, I think I think it could work. You know, I don't I don't think I think this is the time to do it. It's 2020 shit. You know, like, on that, and that's kind of part of it. Like, uh, you don't see this in WWE or even AEW. Kind of this this politically correct time. Uh, I think uh, if you kind of go back, they they've done a lot of these matches on the indies. Uh, there, I remember seeing some clips of. Some Candice LeRae, Joey Ryan type matches like this, where they were they were yep. super violent. Like I was really surprised how how much they were letting these these guys 
actually beat up on these women uh, and, and vice versa, of course, but just kind of surprised they would go to that extent. So uh, are there any uh, like rules or t- is this a special type of match, Marco, or is it just a standard match? Because I remember hearing something about a cage match, but maybe that was the last time they wrestled together. Um, I did, the last time they wrestled, it wasn't a cage match. It was a regular match. Um, I, it looks I, like it's just I a saw standard. clips. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, did have them. a. Yeah, they did have like a like a. They had a few matches. Yeah, um, I saw a clips of a, a ladder match, thinking she yeah. was going to win the belt on that. I think it had more than just those two in the match, and and she took a pretty big uh, fall off the ladder to the outside. But outside yeah. of that, that that might be the only impact I've seen in in quite a few years because it seems like they change what network they're on every uh, six months, and yeah. <laughs> I never know if I have the never know if I have the channel or not. I don't know who owns impact anymore or who their champion is or anything like that so uh yeah. just kind of having to see clips or hear it from other people uh, i'd i have to say uh, it's something i haven't kept up with over the last last few years yeah she was in a four-way uh, i forget the other three it was three dudes and her and that's oh, how she got the, that's how that's how she got the number one contender for the title for oh, the title talk about, about a wrestling match okay yeah wrestling match yeah no yeah that's, i mean <laughs> no, it, it is it is cool, and uh, I you know I think that it'll get her get them some extra eyeballs if they do have her win the title. So I'm all about it. I, I pulled up her because I remember her being in NXT for a hot second. Uh, yeah. 2016, she was. Uh, yep. She lost a match to Alexa Bliss, then she lost a match to Nia Jackson, she lost a match to Carmella, and then she was in the May Young Classic and lost to Kerry Sane, and then she was gone. Um, yep. And then she was, you know, all over in Japan and Impact. Um, so, you know, not not to shit on her. I mean, she just didn't really get a, a fair shake in WWE. They just, I mean, they have so many freaking women coming up in NXT. But uh, they obviously missed the boat on her. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about her in the <coughs> ring. So, uh, yeah, her stepfather is Magnum TA, and her dad is Tully Blanchard. How how is that? How does that work? Jesus Christ. Yeah, her mom was uh, a busy lady. You can't, yeah, you can't get much more uh, wrestling related than that. Shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so that's you know that's that's everything that's happened up until tonight. Tonight we watched uh, AEW Dynamite and uh, NXT. I don't think any of us watched. I mean, I think Mike, you flipped back and forth, but none of us just watched NXT straight up. I watched AEW, and I think we're at the one year mark uh, of AEW. I'm I'm done. I'm out. It's it's over. This is this was this was an awful two hours of wrestling. It I mean you have you run down this freaking night of two hours. I mean you have DDP coming out. You have um, Arnie Anderson, who's like you know I, I can get it. He's he's kind of a a coach or whatever. But I mean Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes winning a tag team match. Moxley and Jericho. I mean there's nothing different about anything that AEW is doing. I mean. They have some talent. They have some legit talent guys, some young wrestlers that are really good, but they've done nothing with the tag team division that we, we thought was going to be awesome. Uh, the women's division is awful, and um, it's just a bunch of WWE retreads that, that they're trying to trounce out there, along with a bunch of hot topic fucking Paw Patrol uh, wannabe acts between the Dark, the dark, the dark Collective Jeez. and I, I don't even know what their names are. The Collective or something and the Dark Order and then the Bunny and the Blade and it's just all, it's way too fucking similar and none of it st- stands out to me. 
there's a 400 suicide dives on every show that I watch. It's just I, I can't do it anymore. The wrestling is not very good. The storytelling isn't good. Uh, I mean, Kenny Omega was the biggest wrestler in the fucking world, and he's not even on every single show. He's not even in the main event. He's not even on. He's not even a contender for the title. He's nowhere. I know he's involved with the company, but I mean, that was a name that I was excited about seeing that I hadn't seen much on, on my television or in the ring, and, and we've got none of him. Um, I mean, I have, I have a bunch of complaints. The, the Young Bucks quitting. We, we didn't talk about this last week, but the Young Bucks quitting Twitter because everyone was uh, making fun of them because of uh, the Dark Order with these fake punches in the ring. And this is a couple weeks ago. Um, th- these guys literally started a fuck uh, Roman Reigns chant after you know after their matches, and or the, basically the biggest trolls on Twitter. For them to get upset because now people are complaining about their product is is complete hypocrisy. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm fired up because I was really I've been to I've been to three AEW shows. Uh, I've watched it almost every single week when it's on TV. It's not what we were told was going to happen. I mean, they had the, this fucking guy that came out, uh, Doctor Luther or something. The announcers didn't even know who this guy was. There was a, a pretty good match between Chris Statlander and Riho for the women's title tonight. And this fucking guy comes out. Part of, for, First off, uh, Cody Rhodes' wife is on, on commentary. She's awful. She's awful. She knows nothing of what she's saying. She's so blah and fucking vanilla. And she comes out to the ring. She has this whole Hot Topic uh, team that she comes out with. That's It just feels so fake. And it just doesn't feel legit. I mean... <sighs> okay, that's that's everything I had to get off my chest. But <laughs> but but I feel like they had such a chance. I mean, they they came around when WWE was was down on one knee. I mean, people were shitting on everything they were doing. Uh, they they were losing fans. The ra- the ratings were low. They they could have really stolen a huge <laughs> share of wrestling fans. And I don't think they've done it. I think it's it's been a complete a, a, a full year. And I just haven't seen enough. I mean, you guys tell me if I'm wrong or if you agree with me or what. I'm, I'm going to stop talking. I think the uh, the butcher and the blade were confused on who that guy was. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just they they just uh, I don't know. Like uh, you put Omega and uh, Hangman as a tag team. It's it's your two guys that you had the chance to push who were nine wwe guys and they they pretty much shit on both of them i know eventually you're probably going to make one of the two a champion they're going to end up fighting each other build a storyline there but you have you have two guys that you want to be main event stars and you've pretty much buried both of them over the course of the year uh i know you're trying to build cody storylines and mjf storylines and all this but you you have other than at it to be part of this nightmare collective and family and stuff, there's no reason to put a guy like DDP on TV. There's no reason to put Arn Anderson on TV other than, hey, I watch WWE. I know who these guys are. I'll watch this channel also. Like, You have plenty of people you don't need to like worry about adding this other stuff. Worry about your own guys. Build your own stories. Um, I want to say like outside of like two matches everything on the card tonight was like tag team or or six man tag type matches like it seemed like they were trying to get as many of their wrestlers out there but there there was just no progression of any kind of story or anything um i I don't you you have the 
the dark order. Then you turn around and you have Brandy's group and you're like, which, which cult is which like, it, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about my cult? How about my other cult? Like there, there's just, uh, I don't know. I get it. The Phil, Lucha like, bros are really good. They're fun as hell to watch, but every, yep. they should be on like once a month they're, they were on tonight. They lost to Cody and, and gold dust in, in a, in a tag team match that didn't mean anything. And yep. and Jim Ross told me told me before the match that this might be the best tag team in the world. They're, they sh- they showed me the record. They're six and six now. They're six and seven. So how are they the best tag team in the world? The whole record thing was a great idea. It's it's flopped. Um, I mean, like I, I just I just don't know. Like MJF is like he's wrestled two singles matches in in three hundred and sixty five days. But I'm supposed to believe that he's going to compete with Cody Rhodes who's been in WWE and is the son of one of the best wrestlers of all time. <laughs> it, it just it just boggles my mind. Like I just feel like they tried really hard to make this work, but it's it's not working. And, and it's only been a year. I mean, I yeah. I, I can understand yeah. they're going to get better, but how how much time are they going to get with this dude from uh, that owns the Jaguars? He's not going to just pour a bunch of money. He's a businessman. If they lose money for 2 years, yeah, they're gonna mean, pull a plug. They don't. They don't have any, dude. They don't have. They have merchandise at the show, which I'm sure they sell a lot of. They have. They do no house shows. Okay. Yep. So they, they do no. Is there any kind of action figures or or anything besides T-shirts on pro wrestling tees? No. Okay. No. Do they do? I mean, how how do they? How are they gonna expand the roster? Because I've seen these same four matches over and over again. I, I feel like I've seen the 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 Dinosaur Express versus the Best Friends three times now. I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like it's just been redone. They just need they just need a bigger roster. I think I think a new Japan partnership would be perfect because it would legitimize them a little bit and would add some talent they could they could come in and out with. But yeah. I just feel like there's more things wrong than, than that are working right now. And I don't know how much of a of a a leash they're gonna get to just keep spending money. Uh there was a picture on I think with PW stream of the crowd tonight, which was they, they tried so hard not to show it. And uh I mean I, I, I shit on, on uh AW on the on the Twitter account and on the show here, but I watch it every single week. I want it to be good. It's just not good. You know, and it could it could get better. Uh we'll see what happens. But I mean Well your 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 best part of the show was the end with Moxley yeah. and Jericho. Yeah. Two, two WWE guys that just flew back from Japan and were probably jet lagged, and they were the most entertaining part of the show. They didn't, they didn't even, they didn't have yeah. to wrestle. They just basically had like well, yeah. dialogue back and forth in the ring, and it it was really well done. And it will continue a great storyline for them, eventually leading into a match, eventually probably making Moxley their second champion. But for that to be the best part of your show, two guys who mentioned on AEW that they fought New Japan all weekend because it was a better product. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean it yeah. just kind of sums up the rest of your show for the night. Yeah, I think they need New Japan more than that's what I think it is. They need New Japan more than New Japan needs AEW. I, that's why they want that to happen. But I think so they, they they're they're so confident in their own yeah. product that they can make it work. And they but, have good people. They yeah. just give you the same matches over and over. Uh, they have like non-existent storylines. You you put random people in matches together. Yeah. Uh, I, I think one they just need to probably they need to, to do the NXT thing. I think if you pick one city, whether it be Jacksonville or Chicago or wherever, that be your home base. Do yeah. 
99% of your shows there. If yeah. you want to travel and do your pay-per-views like the, the takeovers and stuff, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah. But I think a smaller building that looks packed out every week would help. And, and you could fill that two hours with, with great wrestling. I mean, like you said, the, you had the, the, the match for the women's title tonight. It wasn't a bad yeah. match, but then you end it with such a stupid moment that really means nothing. And and yeah. it, was, it was some guy. I think he, I looked him up. He's his name is Doctor Luther. He's a retired wrestler. He's fifty one years old. I guess he's friends with Jericho. He hasn't wrestled. Yeah. Uh, I think since you know two thousand five or six. Um, n- the announcers didn't even know who he was, besides Excalibur, who knows who everybody is. Um, <laughs> Jericho is worth <laughs> Jericho is worth every cent of that five million dollar contract because oh yeah, without him. This is there's nothing going on. I mean, he has been awesome for them, and he's. Yeah. Car- I mean, I would not take the title off him. I would. I would have some sort of schmoz to, to screw Moxley out of it, and then you know have him fight uh, Jack Swagger or something, and then you know eventually get his hands on Jericho in a couple months or I, I don't know. But I mean, there yeah. there is some things. I mean, I like Sammy Guevara. I like um, MJF is a great character. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's there's some things that work there, but uh, it's it's just frustrating because it's you know it's it's not what it could be, and I think yeah. I think you know once once the hardcore you, know, you haven't captured the casual fans once these hardcore diehard fans get tired of it after another year, you know I mean that they're just moving on to the newest thing, you know. Um, yep. They're already they're already done with Riho. They want her to lose the title to some new chick who's been there for a month and already has a title match. Yeah, stat. Um, yeah. Already, but they, stat yeah. yeah. But they continue to show uh, uh, Britt Baker in the crowd after every women's match. So I don't know if you're building towards. I, I get eventually you're probably going to give her the title. Uh, she works for the company. Why does she need to be in the crowd? I don't know. I get. I get the. They made yeah. the one funny. The funny reference based off of what what happened at NXT and stuff. Yeah. But other than that, like yeah. all you really need is she could walk out on the stage, stand and stare down the winner. She could come down and and and. Pull Riho out of the ring, congratulate her, and then stare down. You don't need to have her in the crowd and show like she paid a ticket. She works there. Like, <laughs> have her walk out of the back. That's all you really need. I love yeah. Orange, I love Orange Cassidy. I, I mean, I think that's a really fun. Like, it's awesome to see him, but that's not going to last forever. I mean, there's only so yeah. much you can do with that unless you. And if you change that gimmick and it, it's not the same person, then it loses kind of some of its luster. So. Uh, yeah. You could say the same thing for MJF. I mean, he can come down and make fun of everybody every single week for you know fifty-two weeks a year. I mean, I, it can't last forever. You have to you have to evolve these people a little bit. So um, I think the lack of storylines definitely hurts. You know, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think people. I mean, the other thing too is that I never said this like anywhere else, but like I think where they shot themselves in the foot when it comes to like like you said like with Kenny Omega and. And the young bucks and stuff like that. They're all like V like EVPs and VPs of the company. So like I don't I think it's hindering them from putting themselves over as like the main stars. Cause they're they like we're they we're we're like we're presidents, so we can do whatever we want, that type of thing. So I think it's kinda like they don't wanna like you know, follow suit with like if you want to like throw like the triple H's and all that stuff and using his like influence to get like where he wants. Like I think that I think them doing that or them like putting themselves over, they think they'll get that type of backlash. Like, oh, you guys are just putting yourselves over because you're you're EVPs and you're you're high up in the company, so you can give yourselves a, the championships and all yeah, that stuff. So- and like that's what I, I so I think they kind of like they're in like a 
like a flux almost. They can't do anything. Like it's yeah, like they can't put Daniel Omega. Do, damned if you don't. Yeah, they, they don't, don't right? want to put themselves yeah, so, over, but they're putting themselves over is probably but, what's best for business because people exactly, know who they are. Yeah. 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 And then <laughs> did I where they need to be? And then I get did they is the show next week? Uh, is it? Bash at the beach. I know, yeah. like Cody yep. bought the, uh, the, yeah. the like the copyright name for it. Are we basically is next week all of that? Is, is it just that they're going to tape a couple matches on this Jericho cruise, show them as part of AEW? Like I was kind of confused by it all. Yeah, Bash um, at the beach. It's it's in Miami. I think two weeks from now is is the the cruise stuff. But Bash at the beach next week is at an arena or an outdoor venue in like Miami. Yeah, um, I think they. I think the the uh, the the actual like. The, the tour takes off from Miami. So I think probably they're going to do like the matches there and then like take off from there maybe. And they're going to have matches on the actual cruise. Yeah, I about, say, I, know they, I about say, I know they had matches on the cruise last year. So yeah. the, the logo for Bash at the Beach was, was great. Yeah, Whoever cool. made that, yeah, like, that looked very, cool. Uh, Grand Theft Auto-esque. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean, I would save that for again. I would save that for a pay per view. That's a that's a name that people know. And right. You're just going to do that on a regular Wednesday night. That doesn't make too much sense to me. But there's a couple good matches. I think Darby Allen versus Pac uh, would be a good match for that. I think we saw. Uh, M- so this this was a match that they announced tonight. MJF, the Butcher, and the Blade against DDP, Goldust, and someone named QT Marshall, who I've never heard of. I've never seen wrestle i've never even heard them talk about him on on aew uh but he's in a match here a six-man tag and then it's a tag team match uh shida and chris statlander against awesome kong and mel who uh i'm not too familiar with they haven't done a good job of really introducing who these like this bald chick mel they haven't really done much of a job of introducing it's just you know uh but you know it's growing pains we'll see we'll see we'll keep watching um so we talked about NXT a little bit. Uh, we talked about AEW a lot. Sorry if any of you uh, stopped listening because of my uh, <laughs> AEW rant. Uh, let's go outside the squared circle real quick. Um, the biggest news of the week. We, we totally buried the lead here. WWE, good humor, bringing back ice cream oh. sandwiches. My God. Uh, we're all trying to get Sooner. healthy in the new year, and they dropped this news yep. on us. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Twitter account at Chick Foley Show. Uh, it's very similar to the old eight, uh, WWE, WWF, I guess, ice cream bars back in the day. But they don't have the they don't have the bar on them. They're like an ice cream sandwich type of thing. Uh, they look delicious. I'm gonna buy them definitely. And uh, I don't know why it took them so long to do this. It's a no brainer. Are you are you going uh are you going mint and box on these, Phil? Mint and cart? Yeah. No, they're yeah. not gonna, they're not gonna stay they're not gonna stay fresh very long in the freezer. <laughs> not with my son. He can he can sniff out. Did I tell you the the time that I was like I was doing the dishes and I opened up like one of those little tide pods and like uh my son like heard me on unra- <laughs> heard me unwrapping it and thought I was giving him candy. Like, no dude, this is this is to clean the dishes with. Yeah, Badass. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a live review of those on the show. I'm sure all oh, three definitely. of us. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be a pretty delicious uh, segment to do. Um, I, I didn't hear about this. Uh, Renee Young commenting on AEW was that on uh, backstage WWE backstage? No, so it, yeah, it wasn't on backstage. So basically, it was she did a it, she was actually at new uh, the New Japan show. Okay, uh, she took a few pictures of like uh, like indie wrestlers and stuff like that, but. Her, she did an interview basically saying like she hates the fact that she can't like comment on anything that her husband does without 
marks or fans saying, "Oh my gosh, she's all elite. She's going to go to AEW. She's commenting on 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 our on on John Moxley's matches and stuff like that." Like she wants to like support her husband, obviously. Um, if you notice, if you follow her on Twitter, which I do because I love Renee Young, she doesn't mention anything about John Moxley at all. She doesn't like comment on his matches, like anything, because she can't. Because you have people coming out of the woodwork going, "Oh my gosh, she's signing to AEW. It, it's confirmed. It's confirmed." So she like, see, she basically she's saying, she's saying she's getting annoyed at the fact that like she can't even like say anything about the company without, you know, because she kind of works for Fox now. It's not like it's a WWE show. So like that's. That, I, I try to like explain this to everybody. So that backstage show is a Fox show with yeah, the WWE yeah. name on it. So technically they're Fox employees. That's why you don't see CM Punk all the time. And he says he's a Fox employee because he is, he doesn't work for the WWE. He works for the, Fo- he works for Fox. That's a, that has a WWE show essentially. Yeah, so like she, I'm, a, she, I'm oh, just assuming. Yeah, they, yeah. Like he's under a Fox contract and yeah. I'm sure she has a Fox, but she probably has a like a pretty long term WWE. Contract. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so I'm just kind of wondering when that ends, uh, and Fox wants to pay her a boatload of money because she's one of these people. Like uh, you'll hear all these companies want to sign her to yeah, host ESPN, different shows, like outside yeah. of wrestling related stuff, because yeah. they everybody just knows she she's that good on the mic. So yeah. it may not be the play by play stuff, but like hosting a show, she's phenomenal at. So I, I kind of wonder if she's going to re-sign any kind of WWE deal or if she's just going to stick with whatever money Fox will pay her. And, and like you said, like an ESPN or some yeah. other like company that, that would want her for, for other things. So, yeah. uh, and, and maybe when that happens, she'll start commenting, uh, more and more stuff. Cause she doesn't have the, uh, the ability to kind of speak her mind outside of that kind of like, uh, like CM Punk has, uh, especially, uh, over the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was gonna say there's there might be a job open available on uh, WWE backstage after <laughs> yeah. CM, CM Punk tweeted and I quote uh, at uh, at the Miz go suck a blood covered uh, blood money covered dick in Saudi Arabia you fucking dork uh, this was dire- <laughs> this was directed at the Miz who was on WWE backstage and uh, I I don't know what the Miz said because I don't I don't watch I don't have enough time to uh, watch all these. Uh, <laughs> God, there's so much freaking wrestling now. But he, um, he he basically echoed what uh, CM Punk said. Would you think? Would you think? Remember, he uh, he showed up on backstage. Yeah. He was like, "Would you think you have the answers? I changed the culture." Remember, you yeah. said that. So yeah. like the Miz kind of like like was basically making fun of that. Like, oh, he's like, "Sorry, I didn't change the culture." Like basically uh, just like throwing shots at. I guess they don't like each other. That's that's what I've been reading. Like they've never liked each other at all. Like personally, um, so that was just like the straw that broke the camel's back. In that sense, not camel because it's Middle Eastern. I didn't throw that in there. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, you would never. But, do uh, that. but uh, yeah, that that I I literally I, I don't know why I laughed out loud when I read that comment. I think it was the word dork because you don't see the word dork that much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> written. It just him and that saying was like, that, that was like profane. the nicest word in that sentence too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the most profane things ever, and then he ends it with dork. So I like me being like. Like loving comedy and like watching standards. I thought that was the funniest thing I ever like read. I didn't. I didn't so go far. back and look. I didn't go back and look. I'm assuming he uh, he deleted that probably. Oh, he did. Yeah, you can't find that or the okay. video that the Biz posted. Okay. Uh, WWE and Fox actually deleted that, like that actual post that they had where he came at CM oh, Punk. Yeah. So. They were probably real quick to delete that shit. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think CM Punk's. I mean, I talked about this in our group chat. I mean, I, I can relate to CM Punk because I typically will just tweet stuff and then I'll think like after I tweet like ah, I probably shouldn't have tweeted that. Uh, all right. Well, I already tweeted it. Uh, I'll just go to sleep now. Um, yeah, I mean, he just he thinks something and he puts and he just his fingers start moving faster than he can think. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's worked for him so far. So, uh, uh, I, I I would love to see those guys don't like each other, but I mean, come on, I want to see CM Punk back. I'm in the in the ring. I mean, we'll talk about next week of our uh, our p- potential Royal Rumble uh, surprises, and he's got to be you know up at the top of the list there, man. I mean, if, oh, yeah. he, if he came out, the pop would be insane, especially if. It, Somebody like you know the Miz was in the ring, or or Brock Lesnar, or somebody else, Seth Rollins. Uh, there's there's a bunch of possibilities. Um, I haven't watched any of these Broken Skull sessions yet. I need to get on that. But Kane, oh, Kane, I know Kane was on the latest one, man. I'd love to see that. I and mean, he's a an awesome guy to hear talk. Well, it's this Sunday. The, he's it's going to air oh, this Sunday. Okay, okay. Yeah, the Kane. Well, I haven't, missed, I haven't missed it yet, then. That's no, good. no. So um, that's. I mean, he doesn't seem like probably the most interesting person on there but i i'm I'm a kane fan so i think and just like how he came in as obviously isaac um isaac ingham dds and all that stuff and like i'm interested to hear like how that was pitched to him and like what he thought of that stuff and like um how they pitched kane and like and and him being a mayor pretty much too so and him being like what probably like if you ever listen to stone cold's podcast like way back in the day he doesn't do it anymore but like he actually said that uh, uh, Glenn, as he called him, because that's his name, Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. He said he was the most. He's probably the safest person to ever work with in that in that in the industry. Really? If you oh. if 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 you ever think about it, have you ever seen Kane gone from injury like off the like on the shelf? No. At no. all? Hell no. Have you have you ever heard him like injuring anybody at all? Like oh, Kane just botched that thing and that that guy's out for like two years or whatever. Like never. Yeah. So yeah. like. Just, I want to hear like how like what his process is when he gets in the ring and stuff like that. Because if you go back and watch all of his matches, he is pretty clean. He is pretty safe, and he like protects a lot of the like a lot the person that he's in the ring with, and that's what you want to do. And that's what like guys like Bret Hart was. He was prided on that. Like that's why he was the excellence of the execution. He could look good and as well as make you look good too, as well without hurting you. Um, but yeah, so I'm ex- I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's also like a, a cool like he had some two awful characters isaac yankum and then the fake diesel and to come back come back from that and become like one of the best characters in wrestling history isn't just awesome like they could have like easily just told him to go away or just given up on him or he could have like just quit but you know uh persevered so i'll be i'll be definitely watching that's probably after the nxt uk show i'm assuming is that when that airs um and uh booker t's royal rumble ultimatum is this involving the uh revival no, he actually wants to be in the Royal Rumble. Oh, really? So like, he, like, yeah, so he said that on the back seat. He actually said it on his ESPN show that he has, um, that he, he's given WWE 48 hours to, 48 hours. Give, him a, uh, <laughs> to, give, to give him a spot in the Royal Rumble. Um, then they had like a, a counter like on the backstage show. The next night, so he like they had like a counter, like a like yeah. the clock ticket type of thing. So like, I guess he's like ready to go in. I'm not sure if it's like a play on like the whole thing that happened with the revival and all that stuff, or if they're just trying to like latch onto that at all. But like, I think he legit wants to be in the Rumble. Like, yeah, it's in Houston. It's his hometown. Yeah, he said. like yeah, yeah. he wants he's to like still, uh, make an there, appearance and throw some suckers over the top rope, as he as he said. <laughs> but other than that. 
he's an old man, so he's 54, he said. So, like, he's not going to, like, obviously probably last too long with the younger guys. But, like, he wants to make an appearance, and I think they should do it for him. But if, if we're only getting 10 people from each show, if you waste spots on people like Booker T or Hornswoggle, <laughs> I'm turning it off. Hornswoggle, oh my god! Look at T. We get a huge pop though if that music. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they put him in. They put him in the Hall of Fame twice. He's good. He doesn't need anything else. He doesn't need to wrestle anymore. If he wanted to keep wrestling, he shouldn't have retired. True. Don't put him in the Rumble. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on this. Year, this year feels different. You know, there's so many guys I would love to see. You know, for every yeah. for every legend, for every uh, Cactus Jack that comes in, we're gonna get less, one less NXT guy. That makes an appearance. So, yeah, I'd rather see Elias or somebody that you know could use the rub. But uh, yeah, whatever happened to Elias, man? Jesus Christ! What a what a guy! He's just doing crazy songs on. Yeah, so he basically just shows up on SmackDown and does a song and then disappears, and that's it. <laughs> pretty much. All right. Well, that was uh, inside and outside the ring this week. Lots of stuff going on. Let's do. Uh, you guys ready for our Go Figure segment? Sure thing. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, the Major Brothers have their weekly purchases. We have our Go Figure segment. This is brought to us by our friends at Ringside Collectibles. Uh, you can hit them up. And, uh, you know, if you're a big boy, if you're an adult, buy where the big boys play, man. Uh, you can get wrestling figures months before they hit the shelves. If they even hit the shelves at all, um, come on. Uh, it's wrestlingfigures.com. Use our code when you get there for 10% off. Code Chick Foley, all one word. Uh, and if you send us a screenshot of your order, we will uh, enter you into a uh, giveaway drawing for a uh, random elite figure. So uh, you have that going for you there. So, uh, Mike, you are the guest here tonight. I'm going to let you go first and uh, tell us what figures or what wrestling items uh, you picked up. There was one that I'm really interested to hear what it looks like uh, in person. Yeah. Uh, well, that's thanks to you. Uh, I'm not sure who sent it maybe to you and then you forwarded it out, but I woke up the other day to uh, Twitter telling me that the, the Macho Man Slim Jim display that people had been selling for hundreds and hundreds of dollars across Facebook and eBay uh, was available from Amazon on Amazon uh, for retail price. So I snagged one of those up because Macho Man is probably, if not my favorite wrestler of all time, He's top three. Uh, I thought this display was cool. Never saw one in stores. Even if I did, it probably would have been hell trying to get an employee to let you take it home. Uh, so I went ahead, snagged one of those up, uh, showed up pretty quickly. And then as of today, I, I, it may have even been days ago, I looked at Amazon again. They're no longer available. So I'm not sure if they're going to they're gonna restock those or not. But uh, I feel, I feel kind of bad to a point for the people who paid $300 for those things. Um, but I guess if you think it's something you're never going to see or have uh, access to and you, and you have to have it. So I think it's going to look really cool next to the, uh, the slim Jim macho elite figure from earlier this year. Um, that's one of the few elites that I've personally bought for myself just cause it was such a, a, a different figure. So that's uh that would be the, the pickup for the week for me. Uh, Secondly, though, I uh, and I haven't told you this yet, Phil, I oh, no. completed my Hasbro collection. Oh, 
man. And and found a one, two, three kid this week. Uh, for more than I probably want to ever spend on a figure, but not more than uh, I've seen him go for lately. Uh, I passed on the one that you showed me that had some uh, yeah, yep. some sun damage or, or colored uh, distortion or whatever was going on with that one. I'm glad I, I, I passed on this. Uh, one I picked up came out to be in, in pretty good condition. So outside of a, uh, a couple of accessories, I've still got to come across in, in some fashion. Uh, I've completed the in-store uh, collection of all the, the Hasbro figures uh, loose. So that would be my uh, my pickups wow. for the week. Those are two great pickups, man. Congratulations on that that Hasbro collection, dude. I know you've been working on that for a long time. Does it feel like almost bittersweet? Like now you don't have anything to chase? You know? Uh, yeah, I mean that that part's great. Now it's just like, oh well, I have all but like two accessories. Now I got to find those, and some of those accessories go for for more than some of the figures sometimes. So uh, gonna have to to have to hunt those down. But uh, at least I, I know. I don't have to buy anything else um, yeah, because nice. I've got all the ones that are out. I've got all the uh, the mint on card and loose uh, Mattel retros. Um, one of uh, the Chick Foley listeners uh, hooked me up with a Ric Flair this week. That was the last loose that I needed. Oh, cool! Um, nice. So, so I'm I'm good to go there too. So now I just got to decide if I want to build some kind of uh, display or something for them, or how I want to want to do it, or if I want to go the uh, ikea route grab grab a couple of detoffs like you have and, and display them that way so i'm, I'm kind of throwing around some ideas with yeah. a buddy who's who's really good at uh a building displays and making custom stuff oh, so cool. uh, we'll see what happens with that what where do you have all the mint on card uh mattels are they just in like a box or they're in a they're in a box because i yeah, haven't brought myself to spend the uh hundred and figure defenders Two hundred dollars. It's going to cost to buy forty-five figure yeah. defenders. Yeah, I was trying to do the math on that. Those never go on sale. I feel like no, so. no. And I, I unless was hoping Se- unless Sears puts them on their website for some bogus <sighs> price, right? And and when that happened, that's uh, when I wasn't collecting all the men on cards. Man. So even if that had actually worked, I probably would have missed the boat on that one. Okay, tell me uh, over or under two hundred dollars for the one two three kid. Uh, how about right at. Oh man! Oh man! I'm the showcase showdown for that. So, that so, I, that's, yeah, so that's I, pulled, ex- I pulled up. I, I pulled up the Wrestle Tracker website. Okay. Uh, he's he's jumped in value a little bit more because uh, Loose and Men on Card don't have a big difference for yeah. him because they made so few of that figure. Uh, yeah. So I went ahead and just just bit the bullet on that one, and uh, I guess now that I'm done, and if I ever need uh, to buy a new car or, or make a house payment, I can always uh, yeah. sell off the the hasbro collection yeah i was thinking that too if i ever get in dire straits that's the first thing i'm probably gonna have to part <laughs> with because that's the biggest return cool man well congratulations on that that's a couple good pickets i heard <coughs> excuse me i think the major brothers talked about their show i, I listened earlier to their show this week i think they pulled the uh the macho man slim jim things because like you said uh, some people were ordering them, with, and they were expecting Slim Jims with it. They didn't get Slim Jims, and they complained to Amazon, so Amazon pulled it off the website. So I don't even know if they sold out or not. And I don't even know if that's true. That was just what the Major Brothers said. But oh, yeah. They're pretty, yeah, pretty tied in. Yeah, I hadn't heard their show yet, so yeah. didn't realize that that was part of that. Yeah, so that's uh, it's interesting. But, yeah, that was definitely a cool piece, man. Um, awesome. Marco, you want to uh, hit us up? you have anything uh, you picked up this week? 
Uh, nothing really for hunting, like physically, but uh, uh, received my um, uh, chase variant Keith Lee uh, from the oh, nice. series 104. Um, that was the one I chose out of the from ringside because uh, I kind of like the baby blue, but chase variant, I like the the black attire there. Um, put in my order for the Lars Sullivan. So I think we spoke about that last week because I think I was on the fence about doing it, but I actually <laughs> pulled the trigger on it. So Lars, it is. He's still up there. He's still readily available for purchase. So get it while you can. Um, we're not going to go into that story <laughs> any more than we have to. Um, no, but other than that, I've been slowly trying to uh, get uh, do like an LJN collection. I'm not sure if I mentioned that at all on the show at all. Have I mentioned that to you guys? If you remember at all. Mentioned what? Um, what did you say? Uh, LJN. I'm, I'm going back to do like a LJN collection. Are you really? Oh, uh, I don't think I've heard you say that. Yeah, so I think I have uh, So I have uh, Hogan, uh, Macho, and Joe Gar Dog, the Black Chain one. Oh, wow. Don't ask how much that was. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, and that they're all from our friend Zoro Mendez, who I've been like chatting with him a lot about like. So every time he throws stuff up there, I ask for a quote and stuff like that. If you're looking for LJNs, guys, always go to Zoro Mendez. He's the LJN whisperer. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I've been trying to slowly get back the ones that I had in my collection and then like get ones that I've never owned before. Um, but yeah, so uh, just doing that. But other than that, nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, just trying to find those Royal Rumble elites, and they are non-existent. Well, they exist, but. No one wants to go back and look for them, so <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the uh, the story of of everybody when they go look for them. There's there's resets coming, Marco. That's that's the rumor. Yeah, they've been doing these resets in these stores since <laughs> like summertime. I've actually been speaking to uh, our buddy Zora Mendez too about an LJN. I have never owned a single LJN. I didn't have one as a kid. Uh, so fun. I'm, I'm looking to get a Macho Man because I've decided that some for some reason I think Mike is doing something similar that I I want to have like I'm not saying every Macho Man figure but I'm trying to get like you know I've got the obviously the Hasbro's the Mattel retros yeah I've got some elites I want to have the LGN I got a, at a I talked about last week at the NWO uh, WCW figure so I want to have kind of one from every era that I can yeah. get and display them all loose. Um, so that'd be cool. Yeah, Zora Mendes is the guy for uh, for LJNs. And uh, I want to give a shout-out real quick. Uh, I have some more people later, but on Instagram, at underscore Flama Blanca. That's F-L-A-M-A-B-L-A-N-C-A underscore. Uh, just a good dude. He's, uh, I don't know, just been fun to interact with on Instagram. Has a bunch of good pictures of his collection. And uh, one of my good buddies uh, sent him, like, a cool care package. Um, my buddy, uh, I think it's Fig Foundation on Instagram, was like, you know, you know just I, I sent him a note like, hey, I remember you saying you needed this, and I found it, and uh, I'm just going to send it to you. So just cool stuff that people in the Fig community do for each other like that that, uh, you know, you don't see too often and, uh, you know, kind of warms my heart. So I'll give him a follow on Instagram. Um yeah, Mike talked about it. I, I set up on Friday after work. I was like, oh, I got off work a little bit early. The, the the rush of the holidays is done for me for work, so it slowed down a little bit. So I stopped by Ikea, grabbed a hot dog for $0.75, cents, and uh, grabbed a new Detolf, set it up here in the house, and uh, put all my loose retros in it. And they only take up a couple of the shelves, so I'm not sure what to do with the other two shelves. Um, if anyone wants to uh, 
to weigh in. Uh, it's just I just don't want to put anything on the on the bottom shelves. That's the only thing bad about a Detolf is you have like the shelves that you can barely ever see. Um, but uh, they look great. It's right next to my Detolf for my uh, for my Hasbro's. I I was posting pictures as I was building it on uh, on the on the Facebook page. It was fun, and uh, I I, dro- I dropped it at one point. And it didn't break, so that that's good. Uh, so yeah, yeah, a lot of good things happening there. Uh, I have all those, the whole collection loose and uh, on card, but I haven't, like Mike, I haven't done anything with the on card. Um, big lots the other day, our our buddy on uh, Twitter let me know that uh, they were having a big sale on uh, Big Lots, fifty uh, percent off of all their toys. I'm trying to pull up his handle right now, it escapes me. Um, I apologize. I'll get this. Oh, it's uh, here. It is. It's at son of sam i am he's a great follow on twitter he's actually one of our patreon subscribers he's on our in our patreon uh facebook page um he's a clemson fan but don't hold that against him uh, let me know that they were doing 50 percent off of uh big lots all the toys so i grabbed um eric young aiden english rusev and naya jacks i don't really have a strong affinity for any of those figures actually only grabbed the eric young because um the the guy the major brothers were doing their kind of best of their top five and, and worst five of the of 2019 and uh kurt hawkins named eric young's figure uh, i think that's late 65 as one of his top five favorite figures which i never even thought of it's a great looking figure i just never th- you know during my during the course of my day, I never really think of Eric Young, uh, if at all. But uh, I picked up a, a couple of those. In English, Rusev and Nia Jax, like I said, and I just posted this earlier on the Facebook page. I was um, I was just trying to. I mean, I have this whole new generation collection, guys. These loose ones. I wanted to kind of expand on that, so I grabbed three old school ninety three ninety four WWF merchandise catalogs uh, off of eBay. I think it was like. 20 bucks a little less than 20 bucks for a lot of three of them put them in some like uh, baseball card holder type of things to keep them like a little bit fresh but uh, i'm thinking about kind of displaying those along with some uh, old wwf magazines if i ever get some extra coin for that so uh that's about it i'm trying to th- oh i mean uh, the royal rumble elites have been hitting stores too that's the biggest uh the biggest story going around the uh, the social media world is uh these royal rumble elites hitting um targets I've, I've heard from a lot of people uh or a, at least a couple people that some of the stores won't let them take them because they're doing a reset uh the third or fourth week of february and they're going to hold them for that which is complete bullshit if one of my stores would have told me that i would have just flipped out on them it's why would you not try to sell things that you have in your store it doesn't make sense but yeah um i grabbed the macho man and uh lita for myself and i grabbed bobby lashley and uh oh what's the other one uh oh the rock uh for our buddy darris uh who's a local collector here in the baltimore area i'm gonna meet up with him at some point to give him those but uh man props to our buddy sal in the uh the facebook group who has found i think like eight of them just sent me a picture he's found oh my god six oh he found he found more than what he showed last night yeah he found four four more today i think yeah so yeah, he's found yeah. like five or so, five or six Macho Mans, and, and, and he's been just sending them out to people for retail price plus shipping. So uh, we uh, we've got a bunch of new Patreon subscribers. We, we welcome those people. We thank you, and uh, you know our our biggest goal is to interact and form a community and help people avoid having to pay crazy prices on eBay for stuff that we should be able to just walk into a store and buy. So um, 
the, the Macho Man's really cool. I'm actually going to unbox the one I have and uh, send it loose to Sheena, who's looking for it. And Sal's going to send me one of the mint-on-card ones that he has because the box that I have is a little a little dinged up and crappy looking. So um, I'm going to send Sheena the, uh, the one loose. But uh, it's a pretty cool figure. And somebody, I, th- I forget which podcast I was listening to, reminded us that uh, the Macho Man actually wore that same outfit for Royal Rumble '94, which is uh, which is crazy to think about, because you wouldn't mm. think of the Macho Man ever wearing the same outfit twice. But I think that was the one where he tried to pin Yokozuna, and Yokozuna threw him over the top rope, or maybe that was the one after. I have to go back and look. But uh, you guys remember what I'm talking about at all? Yeah, yeah no, I remember. Yeah, kicks out and he jumps over the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was... I remember. I remember the moment. I don't really remember, remember what he was. What he was wearing. So yeah, uh, yeah, pretty similar. Did it? Did anybody? I didn't see anybody in the Facebook group saying anything. Uh, did anybody grab the uh, those major brother uh, Rimco looking figures offering side? I know they were pretty pretty limited. So yeah, super limited. I, I saw them on there and I was like, man, I don't own any Rimcos. I don't have any reason really to buy these. Other than it to just be something that's that's pretty limited, but I don't know if anybody uh, anybody jumped on that or not. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anybody. And and they actually on uh, the I uh, listened to the podcast earlier. They they did. I think they did five hundred of those, and now they're going to do two hundred fifty of of uh, of one set and another set. There's two doing two more sets of each, of themselves. Uh, yeah, I've never. I mean, I love the Major Brothers. I I listen to their show every single week. I've never bought any of their merch. Um, not that I don't like it. I just, I mean, like you said, those figure, those figures don't really fit with anything that I'm collecting right now. And it's just like, they were cool, but, um, they just don't, you know, they're, they're definitely, they're kind of similar to the, uh, the masters of the universe figures kind of the same yeah, size a little bit, a little bit that weird, yeah. that weird shape. I, uh, yeah. uh, speak, you were, uh, Parker was talking about LJNs. Like I like, I watch a lot of the, the major brothers, uh, fig hunting videos and stuff on YouTube. And I, I saw the history of LJN the other day that they did with Conrad. I was like, Oh, I'll watch this thinking it was going to be like 20 minutes. And it was like two hours later. I was like, Oh man, Uh, I got a little, (laughs) a little into this and couldn't stop. I had to finish it, but it was a, for what it was, it was really well done. I I don't know if they just basically aired the audio on the podcast or not, but the video setting at a Conrad's on Christmas day going on over each and every LJN and the, the variants and, uh, some of the bootleg stuff and stuff was pretty educational for for something that was a little bit ahead of of my time as a kid for uh, for wrestling figures. Yeah, it's pretty awesome seeing seeing that type of stuff. And like I always say, if you're like you guys are doing right now with like your like Macho Man's and like Hogan's and stuff like that, or whatever collection you're doing, I think you should always if you're gonna start your collection and you're gonna have every variation, you should definitely start it off with the LJN figure if that person was around, obviously back then. So, like, if you're going to do a Hogan collection, you definitely want to get the Hogan LJN. If you're going to do the Macho Man, like you guys are doing right now, definitely have a Macho Man LJN as, like, the first figure of that. So you can see the progression of, like, Macho Man figures as they go along. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else that had an LJN figure besides, like, the Jax ones that they try to do. But that's still that you can do a large collection on, which I think is pretty much it. Maybe. Actually, no, that's it. I think there was only really two. Or uh, Ultimate Warrior. Um, his LJ is super, super expensive. <laughs> but if you if you're doing an Ultimate Warrior collection, you definitely want to have the Ultimate Warrior LJ in. And I think the series he was in is probably the most like Holy Grail series of it. I think he had like Haku, uh, Warlord, and I forget who else. 
in itself in it. And that's like probably like the most like expensive of the LJN series, actually. Yeah. If you're gonna go that route. Oh, what was I gonna what was I just gonna say? I was just gonna say something. Damn it. Oh my god. Total brain fart. Um oh uh Mike, yeah, they did they did that on like a bonus episode on Christmas and then the year before they did a bonus episode for uh the history of Hasbro's. It was just Kurt and uh Kurt and Zach that did that. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Um uh, Conrad was kind of out of it by like an hour and a half into it, but uh you know, it was cool to have him as part yeah. of that, part of that show. <laughs> Um, very educational because I don't like like you. I was the the LGNs were a little bit before my time. I wasn't really into wrestling until I was like you know ten or eleven, like in the early 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 nineties, and that's when Hasbro's had kind of taken over. So, but yeah, I agree with you. I think LJNs are like you know the kind of I don't know they're not really the most expensive way to go, but it's just like they're just kind of harder to find. There's so many different variations, and there's you know people just beat the hell out of them. So yeah, um, pretty cool stuff. Uh, we uh, we did get pictures of the uh, Jushin Liger. There's going to be a Storm Collectibles. Uh, there's a pre-order, I guess, coming soon from Ringside Collectibles of this new one. It's an all-black outfit, a couple yeah. a couple interchangeable capes or something. But uh, yeah, it looks man. sick. Yeah, it looks really really badass, man. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I know everybody put out their figure of the year type list a little early, so uh, come up, <laughs> come around the end of end of end of 2020. Uh, there's a good chance that that's going to be top of the list for for most people, including myself. Uh, yeah. It's going to be hard hard to beat the details of that figure, and and we'll see what color variations and versions of a uh, Liger we see over the next uh, year or so. Uh, we did see the Survivor Series elites showing up on Ringside Collectibles, uh, so you can check those out there at WrestlingFigures.com if you want the Don Morocco or the Jeff Hardy. Um, those are available there. Uh, there are some rumors circulating around uh, from uh, our buddy on Instagram, unstable ten forty seven one zero four seven of the next couple series of basics, basic one oh seven. Now these are rumors. This is not confirmed. Uh, uh, series one oh seven, EC three, Strowman, The Rock, Nakamura, and Bianca Belair, which I'm excited about. Oh. Uh, 108, uh, Basics 108 is AJ Styles, Roman, Aleister Black, and uh, the Street Profits, Ooh. which would be cool to have them in figure form. Uh, and then uh, Basic 109, Ricochet, Lana, Becky Lynch, The Undertaker, and Seth Rollins. So, again, these are not Ooh. confirmed, but um, he partners with another website that sells figures. Um, I'm excited about Bianca Belair and and of course about the Street Profits and them getting figures. I like I like them like the NXT folks getting basics before they get uh, elites, elites. You know, just to kind of test the waters and let, have kids kind of get them in their hands before they show up on the on the main stage if they move up. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, I think we talked a couple weeks ago about the rumored series for uh, 76, which. I gotta think that's gonna start getting pre-ordered soon on Ringside, which is a uh, Christian Lacey Evans, Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena, Strowman, mm. and then Heavy Machinery, which is a pretty cool series. Uh, there, are people waiting for that Brood Christian for a long time. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. I think the series after that is a is a Elite Seventy Seven, which is I think gotta be SummerSlam figures. So, I mean, it's crazy to think that like two series from now. We're gonna have uh, SummerSlam figures coming out, but uh, it just shows you how far behind the stores are. Um, Walmart's for me have been just 
totally dead, uh, completely empty. I know some people are still finding some gorilla monsoons here and there, but uh, it's been pretty pretty tough uh, since I found them like around Christmas time. What about you guys? Uh, yeah. Same here. Yeah, I've been found. Yeah, it's Walmart's have been pretty bare shelved, and I, I think I posted a picture a few weeks back of that. The it was like five Velveteen Dreams, and they had like all different titles. <laughs> it was the yeah. with the North yeah. American title, and they all had like one had the big gold belt, and one had like the women's title, and like so it just, it's, I just see stuff like that all the time at at the Walmart's I go to. So I've been like I've been just like not even going there. I'm gonna give it a few like give it give it like a month. And then try to like reappear again and see what's going on there. But yeah, I just been finding like things like that here and there. But those series are showing up, which is which is good, I'm assuming, but not like that, <laughs> not in that sense. Uh, yeah, Mike, you've been pretty awesome. As like you mentioned, you don't really collect uh, elites all that much unless they're of your, you know kind of your top favorite wrestlers. But uh, I mean, you've been going on business trips and traveling for vacation and, and the holidays and finding figures for people. And we, you know, I give I give you props, man. You've been uh, you've been awesome about that for someone who doesn't really collect them as much as some of the other people in our group, man. Thank you, thank you so much for all that you do for everybody. I haven't got a chance to actually talk to you, and uh, thank you exactly. also, thank you also for the uh, the Jordan Grace uh, video, which uh, I watch every single day when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was actually pretty cool. I was like, I was watching. I was like, man. Jordan Grace, what the hell? I know, man. I like a, I like a Tony Storm video like that. That'd be pretty right, awesome. Right. Yeah, she blew me a kiss, man. Blew me she a did. Kiss. Uh, yeah, and no, I seen it. I, I witnessed it. Uh, it was her, all for her you. Husband's probably not happy, but uh, you know. Oh, yeah, well. he's fine. He's fine. Can't help it, ladies. All right, <laughs> uh, I think that's it for our Go Figure segment. You guys have anything else? Any other wrestling news? Um, oh, we did get pictures of the next series of the Masters of the Universe figures. Yes. Um, which uh, looked pretty cool. The Major Brothers posted that up on their Instagram, Major WF Pod. Did that like, uh, did that series like double from what originally was talked about at uh oh god I guess Comic Con maybe because I feel like they had only talked about like three or four people and now it's it's it seems like it's double that. Yeah, it's nine now. So you have two different versions of an Undertaker. You have a Rey Mysterio, <laughs> Macho Man, Strowman, Biggie. Roman, The Rock, and a John Cena. Um, So I'm excited about all of those. I mean, I haven't opened up any of these. I have the ring with the with the Cena and the Triple H, and I've I picked up along the way at some point from Walmart.com. Finn Balor and uh, what was the other one? I forget. Ultimate Warrior. And uh, I'm probably gonna let my son open them up because I think he'll have a lot of fun with them because they're kind of like a little, you know, they're wrestlers, but he can also kind of do some. Some he's pretty. uh, has a good imagination for that kind of stuff so um but i I like that you can kind of pop off the head and the hands and the arms and the legs and kind of intertwine them all and move them around so um you know i miss the retros mike i'm sure you do too but uh you know it's saving a little bit on the pocketbook that they're they're on the shelf because you don't have to spend as much money buying all those and the elites so you know but these look pretty cool. I mean, yeah. the Macho Man's pretty basic. Nothing cool about that. But the Undertaker one looks pretty awesome. The John Cena one looks cool. We'll post a picture up to uh, our Twitter account tomorrow so everybody can see it. But if you if you follow the Major Brothers on Instagram, it's on their on their feed. Um, I guess this is going to stick around for at least a little bit. I mean, we saw the rings pretty heavily discounted. People were talking about um, between ten and fifteen bucks getting the rings with the with the Cena and the Triple H figure, which you know, they were thirty when they first came out. 
and uh, my whole my store had a whole pallet, and then it was like a week later it was gone. I was like, oh man, these are selling pretty good. So I don't know if they just didn't sell in certain areas or or what. But um, it's an it's an interesting line of figures. You know, I was never huge into Masters of the Universe as a kid. Um, I had some of the toys, but um, I can I can see the uh, see the attachment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. No, no comment from the peanut gallery. <laughs> no, that that uh, <laughs> no, I think that uh, that that new day figure is is all three. I think the head switches out oh. to uh, to Kofi to Kofi and uh, to to your uh, your Elijah Woods. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you press on the head and maybe his his head twists around and you get different the three different he, faces yeah, from the uh, that, from uh, the new day. Yeah, he was the uh, I forget the name of the uh, actual character on He Man, but yeah, that was right. his like gimmick. He would like his head would switch and he would have different faces. So that's oh, actually pretty cool. I like how you dropped the Elijah Woods reference. That's a, that's a deep yeah. cut on the podcast, man. I still Elijah I still do that every time I say, I say Xavier Woods' name because I've just like my son my son and me just like that's what we call him and just it's, that's what it's been forever. It's just he's he's going to be off TV for he's going to be t- yeah. off TV for so long. People are going to forget his name. Let's get into our random merch of the week. This is uh, a pretty p- pricey item here you found on eBay, Marco. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we're um, we're gonna stick with the uh, the Jushin Liger retirement. Uh, with Jushin Liger heavy on this show, um, but yeah, so it's a DVD from Japan. Um, it's uh, a uh, I believe it's like a six hour DVD or something like that. Let me see. Let me look it up real quick again. Oh, 21 hours and 27 minutes. Wow. Uh, the DVD. It's um. It's actually uh, only a thousand were made. Um, it's shipped from <laughs> Japan. <laughs> <laughs> only only a thousand uh, were made. It's a special limited edition DVD. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the price for later because you guys are gonna love it. Um, but yeah, so it actually comes with some goodies too. Hence the price. I'll tell you later. So it actually comes with like. Uh, it's unopened, so it's never been used. Uh, it comes with some T-shirts, some Liger T-shirts, as well as uh, a 16-page full-color uh, original booklet, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it has 84 matches on it. So if wow. you're a Liger fan, you can watch 84 matches of Liger throughout his... Uh, it's a 30th Memorial DVD, so it's pretty. It's 30 years of Liger. It is $600 Whoa. for this DVD. It's a uh, forty dollars shipping charge as well, so um, it, it is it is outside the U.S. So usually it's a lot. I mean, it's that is pretty steep for shipping, but it does ship from Japan. Okay, it is unopened. Um, so if you are a hardcore Jushin Thunder Liger fan and you want like the most special limited edition DVD, um, definitely if you have the pockets for it, because I know I don't. I would definitely love to see the DVD. Um, yeah, it's six hundred bucks, forty dollars shipping charge, and it's all yours. I guess. I mean, that's a wrestler, and some of those matches are probably hard to like be able to watch. So you're not oh yeah, get those on the WWE Network, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's you know if you're a hardcore fan, shit. I mean, makes sense, especially because he's retiring. That the price is only going to go up on that. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Good, fine. Uh, let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Sponsored in part by uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. You can get our shirts there. Just in the search bar, type in Chick Foley Show, and uh, it'll take you to our page of our shirts. We appreciate any support. Uh, this is one I picked, Marco, in the th- in the theme of Jushin Thunder Liger. 
Uh, yep. A great match, which people can watch on the network for nine ninety nine a month. It's uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn against Tyler Breeze in a, uh, a damn good match. Yep. And this was the only match we've ever seen Chushin Liger in the WWE, correct? Exactly, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's the only time he's uh, actually ever appeared. Because I was actually looking up his um, his theme. Because watching Wrestle Kingdom, it seems like an 80s, like, it sounds like an 80s, like, like Asian like love song or whatever. <laughs> so I was trying to find it. And um, WWE actually made him a special theme for that for that show. Wow. So if you go on like Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you get your music, you can find the the NXT Jushin Thunder Liger theme. It's up there to listen to, which is pretty. It sounds very similar to his his original theme, but it's a little bit more updated. Um, but yeah, just a little tidbit. Um, I was trying to hold this, but I actually see Jushin Thunder Liger wrestle in person. Oh, cool! Where? Um, it was at uh, 2013. Um, it was the first WrestleMania in New York. Um, there's a uh, company called PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate, um, and he. Uh, it was a it was a show that they did. We got like front row seats and everything. It was like a, it was New Jack's retired match. If you know who New Jack is, um, um, I actually have the DVD. I wish I could like. I think I, I'm gonna try to make it like digital so I can share it with everyone. Because like, oh cool. Um, he uh he like he uh, had some he faced a new name Necro Butcher and it was just the most bloodiest match ever and he actually threw Necro Butcher almost on my lap because he threw him over the guardrail and oh, I'm sitting nice. at the guardrail so like literally the whole front row just like gets up and just scatters and there's like bloody chairs everywhere it was pretty sick but he actually so Jushin Thunder Liger I seen him wrestle he faced your man John Morrison in oh, a match man that'd be a great yeah. match. It was actually it's really cool. So maybe I, I'll probably I mean I gotta find the DVD. Maybe I'll just send it to you so you can so you can watch it since you're a John Morrison fan. But it was actually a really good match. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure how many people have actually seen Jushin Thunder Liger perform live in front of them, and I actually got to see it, which is which is pretty cool. Man, I'd uh, if you want to get really depressed, look uh, Google uh, Necro Butcher and see what he looks like in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ! And he's, yeah, people were posting pictures on on Twitter. He's like the same age as uh, uh, Edge. <laughs> he's like 46 years old, and Edge looks yeah, like he, he could be his like grandson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a uh, it was a it was an entertaining match, but yeah, like you said, it was it's pretty depressing to watch as well. But. Uh, but yeah, so oh, back to NXT Takeover Brooklyn. So yeah, that. that match is awesome. Uh, the rest of the card is stacked, obviously, because it was the first Takeover Brooklyn. Um, you get to see uh, the Vaude villains. Like I don't want to skip over them because they were pretty awesome when they were on NXT. Um, they they uh, took on Blake and Murphy for the uh, I think it was the NXT um, Murphy team, yeah, Buddy so. Murphy, um, and uh, Alexa Bliss was a manager, I believe, at the time, right? Yep, she was. Yeah. So yeah, so she, uh, so they, I think they retained. Oh, they, they, yeah, actually, I have, no, they, I, have, I have it here. No, they, they won the tag team. Oh, they, they won the tag team. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, uh, it's, I mean, this, this, this whole card. I mean, you had Samoa Joe defeating Baron Corbin, both those guys yeah. in big spots now on Raw and SmackDown. Bailey versus Sasha Banks. She, she beat uh, Sasha Banks for the title yeah. in a great match, and then Finn Balor uh, defending Kevin against Owens. Kevin Owens in a ladder match. So I mean, you, I mean. Up and down this whole card, you have you know, even uh, uh, Murphy, uh, you know, and that tag team match is kind of like a throwaway. But um, 
um, yeah, there's there's a ton of guys that are big names now that you know four years ago when this this happened were were kind of still making their name. So definitely a good card to check out the first uh, takeover card, and I loved like they had the old school like black and white posters for this. Uh, yeah, this card was pretty was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, a good time. Definitely go back and check that. That was a match of the year candidate. That sh- uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey match it was before their kind of Iron Woman match happened. So. Yeah, damn good match. Um, so we need to wrap it up here. We we are doing a Gorilla Monsoon figure giveaway. We got over 200 retweets on this tweet. But before we do, last week on the show here, we were trying to give away maybe the best wrestling figure of 2019. Marco was, was donating a Slim Jim Macho Man mint on card. We gave it away. We picked out a name, and the person never even said anything and i i usually yeah. I'll, I'll like send the person a hint on uh on twitter or you know i'll send them a dm like hey man did you listen to the show this week what'd you think uh i was not gonna do that this week so I, <laughs> sorry dude but i forget your name already f you uh no no i'm just i'm just i'm just joking i'm just joking maybe you're behind on your podcast but uh you, sh- you shouldn't be so we'll, we'll, we'll let's give that away We'll do a quick giveaway with that on Twitter this week or something. Uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll we'll brainstorm, Marco. But yeah. we, we need to give away this Gorilla Monsoon uh, figure uh, that uh, that we found here. Our buddy Dennis Montesano is going to give away. Let me pull it up right now. Hold on one second. All right, we have picked a winner, Kevin Eugene. You are the winner. Twitter handle is M C Z O U T, up in Canada. Can't wait to pay those shipping costs, but hey, you won, you won, dude. I guess you know it's better than shipping it to like Tanzania or something. Uh, Kevin, hey, um, welcome, uh, and you and you've won. Congratulations! You get the uh, mint on card, uh, Gorilla Monsoon figure, and uh, just slide into our DMs with your information, and we'll get that out to you. And like I said, we will be giving away this uh, Macho Man. Slim Jim. I think what we'll do is that people that have to retweet or show us that they're listening to this week's episode, and randomly next week we'll we'll pick a winner uh, for uh, the, the the Macho Man Slim Jim. Uh, side note: Sheena is doing a contest like she did last year for the Royal Rumble, where um, we'll pick a. She's going to add a person's name to every spot in the Royal Rumble. Whatever spot wins, she'll end up picking a winner. Um, just like she did last year, some people are uh, stealing her idea, but uh, that's a story for a different day. Um, yeah, that's about it. Listener mail. We have uh, I've compiled a ton of questions for a uh, exclusive episode. Uh, me, Sheena, and Marco. Uh, once Sheena gets back from her sabbatical, we have a, a big mailbag episode of a bunch of questions you guys want to ask us. So that's coming in the works. So hang on for that. You can find us on uh, on Twitter, Instagram, follow us, give us a five-star review on iTunes, hit us up via email, askchickfoley at gmail.com and patreon.com slash chickfoleyshow. Next week, uh, we will be previewing the Royal Rumble, as crazy as that uh, sounds. That's coming up two weeks from now, and uh, I'm excited for that. Ro- the road to WrestleMania is starting, guys. Mike, Mike, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, you've been awesome. And uh, enjoy interacting with you on an almost daily basis. I feel like I talk to you. Well, I definitely talk to you more than I talk to my friends here in Baltimore. Uh, and uh, I've enjoyed uh, getting to know you, man. Hopefully, we can uh, we can meet up in, uh, in Marco's hometown of Boston later this year for SummerSlam. Hopefully, you're up for that. 
yeah, I got some uh, some buddies that live up in a uh, uh, western Massachusetts. So oh, it's nice. uh, it's been it's been discussed that uh, we're going to try to figure a way to meet up and then yeah. come down and then and meet up yeah. with you guys if we can if we can make that work. Very nice. Get some chowder. We'll be great, man. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Cool. Then, uh, that sounds. Yeah, good. don't uh, don't don't tell my boss I'm cutting out work early on Friday. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go catch uh, SmackDown on Friday. Oh, They're, really? uh, oh shit! It's happening. Uh, it's happening about forty miles from uh from where I live. So I'm gonna make about a hour drive and go watch watch SmackDown with some awesome. with some buddies. I'm gonna go, uh, get out of work early and watch uh, 1917 uh, on on Friday because that movie looks pretty freaking badass. Yeah, that's that's on the list to do yeah. sometime soon. Yeah, it's uh you know just tell my wife that I'm working and uh, put the phone on silent. <laughs> she just, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Doesn't matter. Um, Marco, thank you for joining me, man. Hopefully, we will have uh, Sheena back here with us next week. But I think we've been holding it down pretty well. We're at, yeah, we're, we're closing it on two hours here, so we've had plenty to talk about. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back here next week as we get closer to the Rumble. Uh, we'll recap Raw and SmackDown. We'll get into some new figures dropping and a bunch of new stuff uh, for Mike and Marco. Thank you for listening. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week. This makes, you know what I'm saying? You got niggas that don't like me for whatever reason. You got niggas that don't want to see me rich. You got niggas that's mad because I'm always with they bitch. Then you got niggas that just don't like me. You know, the, those PhD niggas. But you know, I pop a lot of shit, but I back it up, though. See, there's a difference. A lot of niggas pop shit. And a lot of niggas.